All right, here's an episode. It's a trading episode. I do talk about trading for about half of it, and it's probably not very entertaining. So that's a warning. I also talk about the weather and how it was Arctic ice cold just last week, and there's snow on my car at the end of the day, and. Now it's like a spring, like let's go swimming kind of thing. It's oh, it's springtime. Oh, oh, fall. Oh, just a warm, a warm fall day. It's the end of summer. It's like yeah, right, man. It already snowed. We've already been through that already. It's just weird how the weather can do that. Just like life's ups and downs. And. Who we are, who you are. Well, there's a part of me that's still like, oh no, you you can you can still trade. You'll get it right. You're gonna get it right soon. You're almost there. And then when I have a week like last week, I'm like oh hell yeah. And then I mess up like this, but there's still. The fact that I said on Monday, like, just wait until Wednesday to get in. So it's like I was right, but I was wrong. I was wrong by making the bad bad decisions. Well, shit, then. I'll just start doing it. I'll get better at my technical analysis. There was a little bit of a rug pull this, this afternoon, too. Just got saved. Who cares? Trading's dumb. And if I would have got this win, though, it would have boosted my morale. I would have gotten a boost. Today, I was going to go, after I missed that class, I was going to go be mindful. And as I was, like, getting settled in, I was, like, found a spot. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, by a creek. And then there's someone in a hammock. And I pretended like I didn't see him. Pretended like I didn't see him, but I totally saw him. And I was just like, well, I guess this isn't as good of a spot as I thought after. Just kind of left. But I was like, really? It's just because there's some guy in a hammock. I was all amped on today, too, on trading today. What a freaking... Dang it, man. I just feel like there's no... It feels like there's no... Um, What's the word? I'm not, it's not hope. It's not, that's too generic. That's too generic of a thing to say. Like, I feel like there's no more hope. No, I wouldn't say that. I guess it's hard to explain how it feels like. It's difficult for me to explain, to put into words. It just, it feels like, it feels, so that trade wasn't total desperation. I'd say it was just stupid. It was lack of self-control and I'll get in. But uh, it's different this time. I'll get in on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, like I said. It was, so it wasn't so much like, oh, this trade has to work. I have to make this trade work this week in order for me to make it, make ends meet, make it work. And yeah, I get paid tomorrow too. So it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, it's just a lot. It's just the fact, it's not the money. It is the money. And it's also the fact that I just didn't listen to myself. What the hell? What's going on up there, Bling? What's what's going on in that brain of yours? What's going on up there in that brain of yours? 
A twisted brain. You had the answers. You had the answers right there. So what were you doing? Why'd you? What were you doing? It's like I don't know. It looks like a good idea. I just thought maybe I was wrong. Because sometimes I do this reverse psychology where it's like, well, if I said it was Wednesday and I really get it on Tuesday, maybe I'll actually time it right for once. And it's like, no, you'll probably time it right if you don't get in on Tuesday and wait until Wednesday. Then you'll time it right. But I just think of excuses, make up excuses. and um, Yeah, and it's just like, oh, here we are again. Deflated, defeated, uh, disenchanted, sour grapes, sore loser. <laughs> I mean, disappointing is a word for it. Because this is where I was trying to get at, I think, with like the desperation trade, and it's not that. It's because it turns into... Um, did I need the money? Yes. Could I use the money? Yes. Was it all the marbles, a big day, you know, go for broke? No, it was not, not even close. But it would have been a relief. It would have been relieving just to have the win and just to have that money secured. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the special So You Want to Be a Trader episode. In this episode, I just get all mopey and down and sad because I didn't listen to myself. But it's disappointing because, yes, I could have used the money, whatever, would have, but it would have been a relief. That's all, to have the money secured, but also to have it to where, yes, I'm still working my job full time. Yes, I hate it. But then to have that little glimmer of hope of a win and a little extra money like hey bling hey don't don't quit your day job just yet but keep going this direction you know maybe you will someday quit your day job and then it just turns into yeah i should have wait, waited till wednesday gosh dang it man it's just it's so frustrating on top of everything else, everything else that's happening and everything else that's going on. It's like, why didn't you just buy some Air Pups Pro? Spend the money on something that you can selfishly, like, use over and over again instead of spy 450 puts. I guess it's not too bad. I guess it's not too bad because I get paid. Well, it, I think I get paid tomorrow, which is Thursday. So if I think I get paid tomorrow on Thursday, they'll be like, oh no, this, this month for October, we get paid one day late. So we get paid on Friday. Like, okay, I'm just gonna take that paycheck and go straight to the broker and be like, some, some, some spy 452 puts playing with Spire on Friday. That's probably not the best idea either. And then it'll, yeah. So yeah, it's not like it was all for a, all wasted because now i know like okay well we're i was right for one and uh, i should listen to myself next time but more importantly than that to more importantly is now you're you have a green light to buy puts because we're out of that danger zone 
Actually, it was pretty early, wasn't it? Because that was Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, fucking Wednesday. No, that wasn't too early. That's five fucking days in a row. And that's 150 fucking points. That's bullshit. In five, five days in a row, 150 points. That would be markets in turmoil. Um, that would be the end of the world. If it went the other way, straight down for five days, fucking goes down to... Well, it was uh, 429, wasn't it? So like 4,300. And yeah, it's back at 45. Yeah. Well, fucking knew it too. I kept saying all systems go. It's going to go up, 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 up. Yep. That's why I bought puts. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yours truly. Now there's... It's fine. I'll be fine. And it it's fucking hard to do. Trading is fucking hard. It's possible though. If you keep your eye on the prize. I think I've measured like 9 or 13 days after a bounce. So I should have definitely been just I don't know, more experienced. Yeah, that kind of rookie shit. But I was like 150 points in five days, man. That's not... I've seen it go up for 9, 13 days at a time, right? But it probably moved up like a total of 75 points maybe in that time. Maybe. Like at the best. Fucking like 150 points in, in five days. No, that's not normal. That's not normal. That type of bounce, the type of bounce that we've seen... It's not normal. Then again, I was saying it was like the November bounce of last year, and it pretty much is exactly that. So, and you said it was gonna go up until Christmas, and I was like, yeah, it's probably true. So, yeah, maybe we should just jump on board that bandwagon after this next, yeah. It's all coming to me now. The next little, probably two weeks, it's not gonna, it's definitely not gonna have the same amount of fluctuations that it had over September and October. So what's two weeks from now? Is that Halloween? We'll just say Halloween. It's when the next big move is. And then watch me get in too early. Watch me say, oh, it's different. No, I said Halloween, but what? no, it's different. Like this is, this looks different now. It ends up being on Halloween. No, I can be patient. I'll wait till Halloween. I will, and I, that'll give me enough money to have saved up. What are those strategies called? Flying Condor? I should probably start looking into those. Like the market isn't going up or down, it's going sideways. I'll say, yeah, Bling, you're correct yet again. And that's mainly because it fucking went straight up for five days in a row.
I don't know. I'm just going to keep talking about trading because it's distracting me. It keeps my mind off of the important issues in my life. I think I see it as maybe trying to solve a problem, find a solution for. That's what trading is to me. So it's like, oh, no, no, no. We're so close. We almost got it. Um, scrying. I've called it. I've referred to it as scrying. Jeez, what's today's word of the day, kids? It's, it's scrying. It's like crying. It's like crying with an S in front of it. Scrying. And it basically means like looking for treasure with sticks or something. You're just looking for treasure, trying to find things. Scrying. You're looking around, trying to... It's around here somewhere. I know this spiritual treasure. I know those golden plates were buried here somewhere. Yeah, it's called the Book of Mormon. Well, this says scrying is defined as looking for like visions and stuff. Hold on, I'll read it to you. Scrying, also known by various names such as seeing or peeping, is the practice of looking into a suitable medium in the hope of detecting significant messages or visions. It's called scrying. Do it all the time. Scrying, it's called scrying. That's, I gotta practice something. It might as well be scrying because there's not a lot, not a lot going this direction. Human emotions, trying to detach yourself, trying to detach oneself away from the human emotions of like what you think is logical or you probably hear people harping on about like the Monte Carlo fallacy where if you think it, if it lands on red when you're playing roulette, at least like a, the way I understand it, you know, if it lands on red so many times, you're going to be like, all right, the next one's on black. But I guess scientifically, it doesn't matter. And it could land on red really by chance, kind of infinitely. I mean, in theory, is that going to happen? Probably not. That's what I. That's why I throw that theory out the window, because it doesn't matter if you if you come up to come up to me with like a clipboard and or a computer, and you say uh, bling the statistical probability. Doesn't matter. I'll just be like, yeah, it's go. I'll bet it on black next. Let's do it on black. It's uh, it's gone red five times in a row. I'll do black. And then they spin the wheel and they're like, red again. And like everybody else wins. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, why did I choose black? Doesn't matter what was on the clipboard or what, what's on the computer. I, I still would have done it. Fully, full knowing, full knowing about the Monte Carlo syndrome therapy, uh, theory, whatever it's called. Remember there was a time in April where I was making enough money to like pay everything and have like, let's go out, <laughs> let's go somewhere expensive. It was consistent too, it was going for a minute. And then I got, yeah, slipped up. But I remember thinking, I slipped up right when I started to think, this doesn't really seem fair that I'm doing this.
I've managed to pull this off to where I've made probably the most money I'll ever make than any job, or at least if you measure it in time, like there's no job will ever make that amount of money in one day, or even if you did it in quarters, there's still no job I'll ever have. At least not that I've, not that I've ever had, and I just go with what I know and what my experience is. So if you, if you mean to tell me like, oh, well, just stop trading or just get rid of that dream. Just stop doing something that you enjoy, something you like participating in. Like everyone, all the sappy movies and every single platitude that you've ever heard told to a child, it's just follow your dreams, man. Just reach for the, reach for the sky, reach for the stars. And don't be 15 minutes later, you'll get written up. Don't forget to clock out for the afternoon break. We had a pizza party and people even said, oh, hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. We're, this is a special, um, we lost trading today and we're going over trading strategies. And so what's wrong with chasing our dreams and following our passion episode? Thanks for tuning in. But every time when I'm sitting there like resentful or just stewing in my own madness and actually mad at things, not like madness as in, but that too, but just really, I'm mad at the world, mad at things. And so while I'm sitting there at a desk or doing something I, don't, I would prefer not to do or something I would really not like to see at all ever be exposed to certain things I don't ever want to see so I don't like that part sometimes it's interesting okay sometimes but not often and not it doesn't equal out the balance it's not balanced I might see one thing where I'm like huh well, that's interesting well, it turns out that serum and plasma both come from blood. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm sure I knew that at some point, but yeah, it's good, good refresher. And then here is something else. Like, yes, you can get serum out of blood. Yes, you can get plasma out of blood. Now let's go into the elevator where it skips a floor. It only goes to a certain level. You think you're on, right now, you think you're on the first floor, but really we're on the third floor. And that's gonna confuse you. And everybody on that elevator that day, including me, me included, I was like, dude, I knew we were on the third floor this whole time. I knew that this elevator skipped the floor. Like this elevator is not confusing to me at all. It got lost my first day, first couple days, just fucking wandering around. I was like, where? Like I was on the first floor a second ago and now I really am on the fourth floor and panic mode, panicking all the time. There's people in golf carts over there now, over at the park across the creek. That, that doesn't bother me. I just don't, I just don't want anyone yelling at me. <laughs> it's like, I've, I don't, I don't want to hear it right now. 
I don't have time for it. Just don't yell at me. Be nice to me. Oh no, that's a dog. That's not a golf cart. See, I don't have my glasses on. Well, it's going by so fast, and so I just thought it was the top of a golf cart. I was just like, damn, someone's like go-karting out there. Now I was kind of squinting. I was like, oh, it's a fucking dog chasing after shit. I was telling you earlier, I saw that dude in a hammock earlier. I didn't see him. Like, I, I sat down, and I was taking my backpack off put my skateboard down I glance over and I was like holy shit there's a guy in a hammock like right over there but instead of doing the Steve Buscemi hey man which is something I <laughs> I pride myself in doing hey man that's my Steve Buscemi impression how's that sound whoa hey man Steve Buscemi's cool. I feel like I would really get along with Steve Buscemi. And I feel like we'd both give each other space too. Because in the movie, he, he crosses the, the people to kill list. You know, um, Billy Madison. In Billy Madison, and Steve Buscemi's like, you know, Billy Madison calls up Steve Buscemi. And he's like, sorry for being a bully to you, Steve Buscemi. And Steve Buscemi's like, yeah, no, it's no problem. <laughs> Adam Sandler's like, yeah, let's go get coffee sometime. And then Steve Buscemi's like, yeah, I like that. And then he crossed, that's when he crosses his name out on the people to kill list. He's like, oh, I don't have to kill Adam Sandler anymore. That's such a good, that's, and then he puts lipstick on. Don't forget he puts lipstick on. That's such a good movie. That's, an, that's a good movie. For sure.
But Steve Buscemi and I, I think we would get along pretty well. And like, if we went out, if Steve Buscemi and I got coffee, we're just like hung out, like, hey, we're going to go to Salt Lake City and um, to like a few antique stores. I think we would both give each other enough space to where like, we're not even going to bother you. Like, we wouldn't really even know that we're actually really hanging out because we'd just be minding our own business the entire time. It was basically like we just gave each other a ride to the, to the antique shop because there's not going to be a lot of talking. But it's, it would be a good thing, though. It would be a good conversation not to have. That dog is fast. I'm probably going to read. I'm going to take a shower before this next class, but I'm going to read the chapter and gotta do whatever just and that's it's let's not get into that because that's oh i have a appointment tomorrow at 9 30. <laughs> that sucks i didn't no, i'll figure it out yeah, it'll work out i think i can yeah we'll just go on the first break early that'll work it's kind of a relief because he's the he's like the advisor so I'm going to be, just ask him straight up, like, what's going on, man? What's going on with these classes? And he'll be like, I know, bling, I know, bling. I'll be like, no, man, what's going on with these classes, man? Stop, stop playing games. It's like, all right, bling, I'll get it straightened out. You have, to put, you have to be assertive and you have to put your foot down sometimes. There's just no way I could ever stop trading or stop thinking about trading because when i'm sitting there yeah just mad as hell hating the world i just remember wow yeah I, um i made 70 dollars on my lunch break one time just messing around which i guess yeah i guess that wasn't because that was absorbed <laughs> so it's not yeah it's not that bad now it's really not that bad to sit take 70 bucks off shit i think so I'm a licensed optician. Have I, have I mentioned this before? No, I'm a, I'm a licensed optician, okay? So I take eye care very seriously. Um, do you think that if you, if, you, if you wore glasses and you stopped wearing glasses like a crutch, your vision would get better? Because I'm starting to wonder. I can't see anything. I thought the thing was a um, golf cart. The dog was a golf cart. But I'm like squinting around and I'm just wondering if I came out here often enough and just started squinting to... Maybe it would like exercise my eyes. I have mixed feelings about it because, yeah, there's a scientific side of everything or at least... Um, what's like written and what you could reference there's not a lot of there's support for like homeopathic remedies to heal vision and i i do think that vision is hereditary or genetic a lot of it is but not it's not all predetermined not all of it is predetermined i think it can kind of it's malleable and i think at a younger age that's when it would be the most important 
to like have them sitting towards the front of the classroom or just doing things that exercise their eyes young or don't don't strain their eyes too much but still to where they're not questioning whether or not like I don't think you should give kids glasses until I don't I don't think until their vision is fully developed but that's I mean because it's kind of like an ethical question it's like who are you to say and honestly like having a kid put on glasses a kid that couldn't like really couldn't see like nobody really knew what the problem was and it's like oh shit he's like has a really just a really bad prescription and to put those glasses on and see their eyes light up and just they see the like whoa this is what everything is supposed to look like to where they're seeing everything in like high definition and that that is like priceless like there's nothing like that to have that experience but that's pretty rare too there's not a lot of kids with that severe of a prescription oh hey everyone thanks for tuning in to this episode it's uh, we talk about um vision works and how it used to be um what what was it used eyeglass world i can't even remember it it was not lens crafters it was the other one but i i'm thinking of vision works and that even changed i think too eye masters it's eye masters yeah the eye masters I think I went in and got an interview there a long time ago, like 12 years ago. When I first came to Utah, and it didn't work out. I was a little overconfident, I think, for that one. I'll sell anything. They're like, well, you know, your experience is more in the, um, in the technical side of the lab side of things um what makes you think that you can sell glasses i can just do it i can teach myself anything and i can do it and i'll sell all the glasses that you need it's like yeah i was a little too confident i did end up selling a lot of glasses though shortly after that not at that place though but i i did i i sold i sold a few pairs of glasses and that was back, yeah, that's when I got my optician's license when I was here in Utah. So that's when that happened. That's when I became pro. Um, that's when everything changed. Yeah, that's, that is when my life changed. Got off the bus. I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, retail. I get to work in retail. Hell yeah. I hate retail. I hate retail so much that it just the thought of it and then i it's similar to what i'm doing now but what i'm doing now is not even really retail um no it's not it's not even close it's not even close it's not retail it's not even close i don't talk to people i'm not trying to sell anything it's not nothing like that all i do is just get in a bunch of lab gear and just hyperventilate and fucking panic that's it. That's all there is. 
hyperventilating and panicking. When I show up, I'm like, okay, let's have a fantastic day. Put this giant helmet on and breathe through these. And it's like, no, man, I can't. I got to go. Take this off. I got to go right now. Shit's wet. I got a little bit of time. But I was thinking about going to the cafeteria. You know, try and get as much use as I can out of that cafeteria while I'm working there. But that's... So it kind of comes back around to... Like, you hate retail. You'd never want to do that again. But it's like, I hate what I'm doing now, too. And I say that now, like, there's no way. There's just no way. I say you wouldn't, you couldn't pay me enough to do what I'm doing now. And it's like, no, you you are kind of getting paid, and it's not even close to enough. And you're still doing it. I, it's no good. Walk into work and just, okay, panic time. Did someone say panic? Yeah, I could, I could go on and on about work and being irresponsible. I'm a pretty responsible person. I would say so. It's really kind of interesting how the weather, it's like snowing the other day, snow on my car. Now it's like a spring, warm spring day in Salt Lake City. It's kind of strange, but I'm not complaining. I like it. Finally, I don't have to wear a bunch of gear, a bunch of like, I'm panicking.